Welcome to Inside the Raven's Eye. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell. My medicine name is Raven's Spirit. This podcast is partnered with Earth and Spirit Medicine, owned and operated by Winfield Ivers. His medicine name is Coyote Thunderhawk. He is a shaman here in the state of Utah, so make sure to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com. In this episode of Conversations with a Shaman, we get into episode 14, section 3 of Survival Essentials, the introduction to mental clarity and focus. Always remain fact-based and solution-oriented. This and so much more in this episode of Inside the Raven's Eye. Thanks for listening and enjoy. All right, here we are. Episode 14, Section 3, Mental Clarity and Focus. And right when I think about mental clarity and focus is the importance of what you taught me about sacred silence. Deep breathing, that meditation time, quiet time with you. And also right there, I remember... I think we were doing video work up at uh, Mapleton Canyon when you say you need to listen to the quiet whisperings of the spirit. I think if every human being even just began to practice, doesn't mean it's going to be quiet. You know, your first few times it might be extremely loud, but it's the effort. It's what you learn in those moments. You start to question why are things so loud inside of me? I'm sitting by... I'm sitting in the middle of a forest and it seems really noisy. And I think that's the most important part of mental clarity and focus is you're getting to know yourself. Um, That's what it's been for me is it's not, I've never really been, I know when I get duped is because I start to question why is the world the way it is (laughs) and I'm not looking at myself or If I'm pointing a finger, and I read this in a book this morning by Bearheart, The Wind is My Mother, he was talking about his people say, when you point a finger at someone, you better realize there's about three more pointing at you. And it, that kind of struck me. And kind of getting into the mental clarity and focus of what I mean by that is, being aware of my own actions and knowing that I have to go inside, like you've said so many times through the podcast, you have to go inside. So when you want to blame someone else, you want to blame the world, you're being duped and you got to focus on you and you got to have focus on you. You got to have that clarity of knowing where the path is and get back on it. And when, as a previous section two, stop and first say, when you stop and you realize that, then you begin to realize and have mental clarity and focus on where you're at and where you actually want to be. And so with saying that, I'll hand it over to you. Excellent. So this, this mental clarity and focus, this always remain fact-based and solution-oriented. See, that follows right after section two. And section two is that place of stop, you know, addressing the first aid, getting to a point where we can stop and think and observe and plan. And what that does, and, and this, this leads right into what you were saying with the breath and heart palpitation, meditation, or uh, some sort of fashion. Well, this 
practicing of stopping often during the day. <sighs> okay, and just say, I'm right here, right now. And wherever that is, that's good. If, if you're at work, if you're at home, wherever you are, if you're on a plane, you know, and whatever has come upon you where you're feeling that lost or stranded. And remember, we're, we just finished section two here. I'm saying this. We're kind of reliving it for a second here to say, because what, what we've just done is set the stage to go into section three, mental clarity. We have basically, through stopping and thinking and observing and planning, we have eradicated the negativity. We have eradicated the possibilities of panic and other elements that could come in and take away from being fact-based and solution-oriented. Mental clarity and, and being focused. What, what else? could we ask for in that way of a foundation? Imagine always being in that state of being, of mental clarity. In other words, it's like, you know, on your computer and you get that little notification that says too much storage space. <laughs> okay, no, no. We, we don't get that in our, in our brain in a way, but we do as to when we're not dealing as effectively with situations as we could be because we have not cleared out our storage space. We have not dealt with and resolved. There is unresolved. There is matter unresolved wanting to be attended to. That's the first state. Okay, get it taken care of. Don't bring it in. And if there is still any remaining, you get busy on the reciting of the facts. Okay, so when we're talking about mental clarity and focus, always remain fact-based and solution-oriented. I'm right here, right now. That's a fact. I am right here, right now. That is a fact. That, that truth resonates. It grounds a person to that immediate circumstance that says, I am right here, right now, and I possess mental clarity and focus. I am right here, right now, and I possess mental clarity and focus. That is a present-mindedness now, we'll say. We have taken ourselves to a place where we are able to consistently utilize our thoughts, our words, our feelings, and our actions to get every single result flawlessly, flawlessly, 100% accurately by aligning every thought, every word, every feeling, every action to every single thing you desire. When you deliberately do that, you will find only accuracy. You will maintain mental clarity. 
So when I talk about getting your firewood, getting your firewood, well, there's, you have to learn how to get it. Man, I've seen a lot of people work hard getting firewood. They're out there busting up, jumping up and down, throwing rocks and things like that, trying to break down live trees. Oh my gosh, when you let someone go loose on what they think is getting firewood without setting them up for success initially by preparing and training and helping them see how to effectively get something without having to go through all the hoopla. Well, that's like sending our kids off to school and church and never teaching them really in the wholesomeness of your own home and leaving all of that up to everybody else to give them that knowledge. They don't know. You got you to gotta teach them right off the bat. Hey, this is how I get firewood. This is how I can get six times more firewood in the same amount of time or more than you can. And it will be stacked in appropriate sizes from the smallest of kindling, organized all the way up to the thickest of logs. Is this true or not, Mr. Raven Spirit? It's very true. You taught me on the spirit quest. Yes. So, when you think clearly... You're able to do preventative, preventative, God, sometimes when I say words, they just sound so unfamiliar, preventative maintenance. Mm -hmm. And you are able to look or foresee. So what you do is you look, you scan. So with mental clarity and focus, you're scanning for what? You're looking for those facts you're looking for those solutions. I want firewood, okay? The result is I want firewood. So I'm going to think myself into having more than enough firewood. There's more than enough everything, more than enough money, more than enough happiness, more than enough peace, more than enough love, more than enough everything. You've already had more than enough misery. So Judas Priest, switch it up, okay? Don't go out and trip up on all of that debris out there that is the firewood on the ground and you're stumbling upon it and falling and then blaming. Blaming circumstance for your deliberate face fall. No, 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 no. Okay, you brought this up, Alan. You brought this up about that blame. Man, I'm telling you what, there has never been a situation in my life that I could say that blaming anyone or anything has ever given me the edge for success and having and maintaining mental clarity and focus. So why would I ever try it? If it's that ineffective, why the hell are you spending your time on it? Why? Ask yourself, why do I keep tripping over my resources and blaming my circumstances? So when you see that you can go get your firewood and you begin to learn how to scan and you begin to walk slowly, like Black Elk says, every step is a prayer. See, we didn't just stop. We slowed our butts right down. <sighs> we stopped. We thought, we observed, we planned. We're in mental clarity and focus. We're getting our firewood. We're gathering our resources. We don't want to trip on them. 
We want to gather them with ease. We don't want to get hurt again while we're gathering. We want to have preventative maintenance going on all the time in our relationships, in every single aspect of our lives. Being able to foresee a 360 degree around you is the key. And it comes when you learn how to discipline your thoughts, your words, your feelings, and your actions towards specific results and not blame anybody for anything ever again and get busy about being accountable and have fun with the stepping stones along the way. Because most of the wilderness journeys that I have been on, when I'm telling the stories, it's about the journey. It's about those experiences. It wasn't just like, oh, I went up to Mirror Lake. Oh, how was it? Oh, it was nice. No, there's a story. Okay, there's fascination. And as you begin to remember the fascinating things and begin to replace the blamings with the fascinations, you have to look for them. You have to look for the fascinations. And they're everywhere every day. But instead, we're saying, oh, that stupid idiot, or gosh dang it, how did this happen again? Or why am I in this situation again? There's a story. Talks about a guy that walks down the street and he falls in this hole. And he's in this hole and he's like, what the heck, man? How'd I get here? And he, anyway, had some thoughts and found himself getting out of there and just chalked it up and went on. Next day, he walks down that same street and falls in that same hole and he's like, oh my gosh. I would have thought I would remember that. Ah, stupid hole. Wish somebody would fill that in. Gets himself out, moves on, you know, and next day he goes down there again, figuring somebody might have filled that in, I guess, you know, because he falls in that same dang hole. He's pretty fed up, but more than anything now he's fed up with himself, but he's more unwilling to look at that than anything else. It is not his fault. It is not my fault. Okay, well, bull crap on that. You knowingly walked into that hole, Winfield, or anybody listening. Get accountable with yourself. And then do what this guy did on chapter five, day five. He finally walked down a different street. Now, you know, I want to look at this because I talk about being fact-based and solution-oriented. You know, sometimes it might be best to fill in that hole. You know, maybe getting in that hole, you find something beautiful. These are the fascinations, see? Now, I know I bring up these stories and they have points and principles, but I have other points and principles I want to apply to those because that's what I do in my life. I dry, I do my best to, to bring up this beautifying. I want to make everything a little better every day than it was the day before, the moment before. Why not? Okay? It is like this insatiable quest. And it gives me a great sense of peace and joy. And I have fun along the way. And it is interesting to see what we might call the stumbling points. Those places where I have tripped on my resources over and over and over. The same dang resource in the same dang place. Landing on the same space on my face over and over and over until making a different decision. We have to finally say, it's me, and I have to make a different decision. What am I willing to do to make things in my life different? What am I willing to do inside of me and, and shift, 
literally begin to shift everything through the discipline of your thoughts, your words, your feelings, and your actions. Because when I'm talking about mental clarity and focus, and always, I'm saying always, remain fact-based and solution-oriented. Thoughts, think of that which is factual and possible solutions. Words, speak the language of I am, the language of certainty. I am going to get my firewood. I possess the mental clarity and focus. I am the one who is in charge of my destiny. Whatever it is you say, you do it in those deliberate ways because I'm going to tell you one of the most fascinating scriptures that I ever heard, and I love this. And you can read a lot of books and you can see a lot of movies in regards to the secret and the successes and things like that. But it's this, uh, and, and you know, I'm paraphrasing, it might be correct, but it's something along the lines of, and Christ came into this world speaking of things to come to pass as if they had already come to pass. There's a real power in that, folks. There's a real power. So I look for truth, see? I look for those places where I can grab those one-liners that make sense. And then I can take that one-liner and I can put it inside of me in that way, chomp it up, digest it, and get nourished by it and see what kind of fascinating things happen within me because I decided to do something with that information that resonated so truly with me, see? Okay? So you have to speak the language of I am. And then the feelings, wow, you know, I mean, just listening to me right there in, in my own self, I was producing feelings and remembrances of things and remembering of the new feelings I want to create and remembering of the feelings that I do allow myself to have when I forget to be in mental clarity and focus and then so peacefully and so happily remembering to give thanks for the feeling that I was having that I didn't want and move right into the feeling that I do want. And then that does not disturb my homeostasis. I'm able to give gratitude, stay present-minded. So giving gratitude for what showed up, which is not what I want, and then moving directly back into what it is that I do want without having some sort of deliberate interruption or invasion to my inner sacred self. See, So those feelings, I'm able to then produce feelings of calmness and certainty. And there's a real power in that as we're walking, as I said, black elk, you know, he said, let every step be as a prayer. And that's really powerful. Okay. We have to consciously, when we're stepping upon our mother earth, remember our connection. And as we slowly and deliberately go about our day, we will be that much more effective instead of going out, tripping, finding ourselves having to address first aid and four hours later, our fire's out. Okay. And so then that part about actions productive and effective okay now remember at the end of stop and first aid section two the last thing in stop think observe and plan plan a safe and effective course of action and then here we are aligning thoughts words feelings and actions and on actions productive and effective make your actions productive and effective okay so when i say to place yourself in that position and say i am right here right now and there's no better place to be mm. how can i go inside of myself right now and ignite so many fires that not only do i shift my internal being that but my internal being begins to shift this external environment in such a powerful way that others sense and feel that and want the same thing so when you listen to section two review and you begin to remember 
that I was speaking about igniting yourself so much. And then when you remember to listen to the ripple effect on the season of Puppet versus Master, you begin to see how powerful going inside and igniting all of those possibilities and solutions by stating the facts of that you are eternal and you're a freaking powerhouse and that you can get busy and shift everything about your life physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually by using your thoughts, your words, and your feelings and your actions and getting about it and maintaining your fire of mental clarity and focus by always being fact-based and solution-oriented and not getting swayed or divided or put aside by the swaying information that is outside of you that is, you know, approximately at least 90% deceitful and maybe less than that in truth. I mean, uh, maybe less than 10% in truth, but to remember to grab those truths that resonate with you, apply them, digest them, let them nourish you and become a better version of yourself and get excited because we're going to break down these areas of thoughts, words, feelings, and actions in a very foundational way to really help you overcome what you have been thinking were, you know, those, those uh, diagnoses perhaps of physical ailments or mental ailments emotional elements, spiritual elements, things that say that we are not in a good place. And we want to be able to help you understand that healing power that you have within. And that's where we're going to go with this in this next episode with thoughts, to be able to help you able to sustain a new fire of thinking that will never allow you to feel the disease that you have allowed to be in your life because you didn't know any better anyway and nobody told you the truth and now you have it and now you have the reasons and now you can get busy about it and make it happen so get excited we're shifting things on this planet people and i hope a lot of people are listening to these episodes please share them with your friends if you like this you know just please share it with somebody else be willing to share it with them uh, if, if it's helping you, do that. If you're studying and learning other things that are giving you the edge, be willing to tell other people, hey, this is really helping me. But don't tell them that unless you're really doing it, unless you're really putting it in you and digesting it and letting it nourish you and becoming it. See, we don't want to get swayed by facades. We want to stay true to ourselves. See, And that's with that mental clarity and focus. Or shy. There we have episode 14 to Survival Essentials, section 3, Mental Clarity and Focus. Always remain fact-based and solution-oriented. The Introduction Once we begin to prepare and train ourselves, we then learn the art of stopping, thinking, observing, and planning. Then comes mental clarity and focus. When we begin to practice these methods daily, and hold ourselves accountable, peace and happiness comes forth, and the fire within burns bright. If you enjoy this podcast, please remember to share this with your loved ones, family, and friends. Give us a rating and follow us so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening, and much love, and God bless.